Hi, I'm Melissa with Mix in Some Magic. I'm a Disney planning expert and I'm here to mix a little magic into your day. Each week I share Disney vacation planning tips, park strategies, and a little bit of Disney history sprinkled in. Of course, I like to include lots of Disney magic. Join me, let's mix in some magic. Welcome! I'm so glad that you are here. It's been a little crazy in the Disneyland universe today. Today was the day that Oogie Boogie tickets went on sale for Magic Key holders, and so I got up extra early to get into the waiting room, so I started checking two hours before tickets went on sale, and tickets didn't end up, well, I mean, they went on sale at 9, probably 9.10-ish Pacific time. Uh, but they didn't open up the waiting room until about uh, 8.45 Pacific time. So I was checking for a whole hour and 45 minutes for nothing, but that's okay. Um, I was able to get tickets through some trial and error and lots of stress because that's part of the experience. <laughs> I decided that's just part, it's just part of it. Part of getting Oogie Boogie Bash tickets is being stressed and a little panicky. It's fine. It all works out. So I was in, got put in a waiting room. I had three computers going and I got put in a waiting room. Um, probably, I don't know, probably like 9.20, 9.25. Then they opened it up and sent me to a waiting room and it said it would be more than an hour wait. And I waited for probably 20 minutes. And then one of my computers started counting down saying it'd be 55 minutes. And the other one still said more than an hour, even though... I had gotten into the waiting room with them all, you know, just a few seconds apart. I really feel like there's no rhyme or reason to it. It's just random. So I was in the waiting room waiting, watching it count down from 55 minutes on and on and on. It gets lower. It gets to like 13 minutes and I'm still not in a waiting room on the other two computers. So I really, really do think it's just random. I finally got in go you know two minutes one minute and then it let me in to purchase tickets and as it's changing screens it pulls up a thing that says that it's like the oogie boogie bash screen on the disneyland website and it says tickets will be available at a later date and i was like what the heck why did it kick me out what's happening i'm panicking texting friends who are in the system and they're like i can buy you tickets and Anyway, it was a little frantic and I was a little frustrated and then I realized that I hadn't signed into my 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 to signed into my Disney experience on my Disneyland page like on the website. I hadn't signed in. So I signed in and as soon as I signed in, it let me write in to buy tickets. So I was able to buy tickets and then I was good to go. But it was still a little frustrating. I don't know why it didn't occur to me to sign in before. I guess I just assumed I was signed in because I usually am. But that was my desktop computer that I don't use very often. So I don't think, I guess I hadn't signed in to that one for a while. But anyway, long story short, I got tickets to Oogie Boogie Bash and everything's fine. Everything's just fine. I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be great. It's my favorite after hours event that Disney does. And I'm really, I can't wait. My sister's going to come with me this year and she has convinced me to dress up. 
<laughs> so we're working on our costumes. We're doing like a little coordinating costume. I mean, it's not going to be amazing. Let's just put that out there right now. It's What's amazing is the fact that I'm actually dressing up. I've wanted to for years. And by the time it rolls around, I just like never do it. By the time it gets like it's time that I should have a costume and know what I'm doing, then I don't. So I'm like, ah, oh, to heck with it. I can't do it this year, maybe next year. But my sister's like, let's dress up. And so she's finding all these ideas and we're going, I'm not going to tell you what we're going as, but we're dressing up. We've already got part of our costume, working on the other stuff. And I think it's going to be cute. It's not going to be like knock your socks off amazing, but it's going to be cute. So I'm excited. I think it'll be fun. And gosh, now we just have to wait till September. I'm going in September. The Oogie Boogie Bash goes on select nights in September and October. Now, if you're not a magic key holder, you can buy tickets on Thursday, June 30th. So look forward to that. There's still going to be plenty of tickets available. Don't panic thinking that the tickets are all going to be gone. They have reserved a portion for magic key holders and a huge portion for non-magic key holders. So I think all the dates are still going to be available when they open up. I think you're going to be just fine. Um, if you have questions about how to get an Oogie Boogie Bash ticket, some tips, go on to my Instagram. There's a link in the show notes. I have a reel that I made about it that kind of walks you through the process and gives some step-by-step tips. So you can check that out if you think that would be helpful for you. And I will also put a note to Oogie Boogie Bash stuff. I have a whole section, not section, I have a whole post on my website that talks about Oogie Boogie Bash. So if you're interested, if you're not sure what it is, a little confused, go and read that. It has all the information you need. All right. More fun Disney stuff happened all today. Three big announcements from Disneyland plus Oogie Boogie Bash tickets dropping for Magic Key Holders. It's been quite the day. But we finally have news on Finding Nemo Submarine Voyage. It's been closed since the pandemic. Has it Was it closed before the pandemic? I don't even know when they closed it. It's been closed for a really long time. But they are reopening it on July 25th, which I'm really excited about. I know some people aren't a huge fan of the submarine. I love it. I think it's very fun, very cute, and I guess they've done a lot of brightening of the paint and added some new things, so it's going to be really fun, and I can't wait to experience it when I'm there in August. The other thing that's happening is Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique is reopening August 25th, which a lot of people are very excited about. It hasn't been open since the pandemic. Well, it's been open. The shop's been open, but it hasn't been open for makeovers. And now it's going to open up for the makeovers again for kids 12 and under. So that'll be fun. If you have a little prince or princess that wants a makeover, you can make reservations starting early August, they said, and you will want reservations because it's a popular experience and it will book up. So make sure you get reservations if that's something that you're wanting to do. And the last news that dropped is that early entry is back for Disneyland Resort hotel guests. They're not calling it magic hour anymore because it's no longer an hour. Beginning August 8th, Disneyland Resort hotel guests will be able to enjoy early entry for 30 minutes prior to each park's opening. Uh, so yeah, 30 extra minutes is better than a poke in the eye. 
I guess. I just feel like if you're staying at the Disneyland Resort hotels, you should have some perks. And I don't know that 30 minutes is a great perk. For me, I, it doesn't entice me to come pay the extra money to stay there when I can stay at lots of other places for a fraction of the cost and rope drop. So I don't know. I feel like they need to do a little more to get people excited. They should have some better incentives. What I would love to see is a late night for Disneyland Resort hotel guests at California Adventure. So California Adventure usually closes at 10 p.m. I'd love to see it, see it, see it, stay open until like 11 for hotel guests. I think that would be so fun. And I think that would be, I don't know, that would entice me a little more than 30 minutes early in the morning because, gosh, we're already up so stinking early for a rope drop. We got to get up even earlier. Can't we stay just a little later? I don't know. Next time Disney calls me to ask my opinion, <laughs> that's what I'll tell them. Just kidding. They've never called me to ask my opinion, but you never know. <laughs> well, today we are going to be talking about the very best places to watch fireworks at the Disneyland Resort. There's a lot of different options. Some are better than others. Some are terrible, in my opinion. Some are really great, and it kind of just depends on you and what you're looking for. I don't know that there's an ideal spot for every person. Or what I'm trying to say is that every person has a different ideal spot. Does that make sense? Um, so we're going to talk about that and they give you the pros and cons of the different spots that you can stand for fireworks so that you can decide where is best for you and your group. So let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll jump right into that. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Mixin' Some Magic. If you don't know by now, I'm a little obsessed with Disneyland. Surprise! Welcome to my podcast. I'm a little obsessed with Disneyland. It's true. I love to help people plan their Disneyland vacations. I have a complete planning guide for Disneyland that gives you like a step-by-step -step process because planning Disneyland can be a little overwhelming. So I have a complete planning guide that will walk you through the process step-by-step. -step. I'll put a link to that in my show notes. I also have a planning phone call package, which is my very favorite thing to do. I love talking to people about their Disney vacations. So with the planning phone call, what happens is I send you a little link and you fill out all this information about your Disney vacation so that I can get to know you. I can get to know your group. I can get to know what kind of vacation you're wanting to have, you know, what some of your likes and dislikes are, if you have little kids, all kinds of things. So I get to know about you. And then I send you a welcome packet that is filled with tons of information to help you with your Disney vacation planning. Things like where to park at Disneyland, what rope drop is, Rider switch, like all kinds of information that's super helpful. And then I schedule a Zoom call with you where I go through, answer all of your questions and give my suggestions and tips to help you have a really great Disneyland vacation. So if you've done some research and you kind of feel like you have sort of a good idea of how you want your trip to go, but you're a little confused or you have no idea what you're doing and you don't even know where to start, Either way, I'd love to chat with you and help you figure it out. So we'll just sit down, 
go through your questions. I can answer everything for you and we'll get you all straightened out. It's kind of like just sitting down and chatting with a friend about your vacation. I love doing it. It makes me so excited every time I talk on the phone with someone going to Disneyland and I just love it. So planning phone call packages are $40. The phone call is 30 minutes and you get the welcome packet and the Disneyland questionnaire so that I can get to know you and your group. So if you're interested in that, I'm going to put a link to that in my show notes. You can check it out, schedule your call, and I'm excited to help you with your Disney trip. All right, I'm ready to talk about watching fireworks at Disneyland. Now, I know there's some people out there that are kind of like down on the Disneyland fireworks or fireworks in general. I have friends. I know people who are like, we never watch the fireworks. Such a waste of time. We're hitting all the rides that have shorter wait times during that time while all the suckers are there watching the fireworks. And to you, I say, fine, fine. Do what you want to do, but I really love the fireworks show. I really, really do. There's something so special about the Disneyland fireworks, and it's not just like your hokey little town fireworks show where they shoot up a couple of fireworks. It's not like that at all. These are amazing fireworks shows, full shows, full music, projections with lights, all kinds of things. And I love it. I just love it so much. So if you're one that wants to skip out on the fireworks, it's okay. I still like you. We can be friends. But every chance I get, I'm going to hit the fireworks show. I don't know why Disney somehow pulls at my heartstrings every single time I watch one of those shows and I almost always get a little choked up before it's over. I don't know if it's the nostalgia of remembering the fireworks shows when I was a little girl or knowing that I'm creating those memories with my own kids or what, or just being there and loving Disney. I don't know, but I love it so much. I especially love to save the fireworks show for the last night of my visit because I feel like it always kind of like ties up my vacation with a nice little bow. It's like a nice way to end it. So that's what I like to do. Um, but I feel like that is a tiny bit risky. Sometimes when I wait to see the fireworks show till the last night of our trip, I think, oh shoot, what if they cancel it? Because occasionally Disney will cancel the fireworks show for weather or wind. So I guess it is a tiny bit risky, but I feel like they usually show it, but I'm the optimist. A lot of people feel like they cancel it quite often, (laughs) but I feel like they usually show it glass half full people. Disneyland fireworks are usually held on select nights at 9.30 p.m. I say usually because I don't know. I don't want to tell you that and then they for some reason change. They're not every single night. During busy times of the year, they do have them most nights. During slow times of the year, they'll only be on the weekend. So you're going to want to check the Disneyland app to make sure you know what day and what time the fireworks are happening so that you're prepared. Okay, let's talk about my least favorite place to watch fireworks, and that is in front of the castle. 
the castle view. This is like the iconic Sleeping Beauty castle view. If you ever picture Disneyland fireworks in your mind, of course, they're going off right over the castle, castle in the center, and it's amazing and beautiful. And it is amazing and beautiful. It's a great spot. It's an amazing, great spot. But in order to get that amazing, great spot, you're going to need to devote an insane amount of time to securing your spot in front of the castle. And to me, it's just not worth the effort. It's not worth the time that you're going to need to put in to see the fireworks. If you have somebody that's like, yes, I want to sit for four hours and wait for the fireworks show, I'll save your spot, then do it. Go and watch fireworks with them. But for the most part, most people don't want a three or four hour wait for fireworks. So most people skip out on the castle view, myself included. Now, if that's not you and you're like hell bent on seeing the fireworks in front of the Disneyland castle, great. I want you to have a good vacation. If that's what makes you happy, then awesome. Do it. So you're going to want to find a spot near the hub, find a place with a good view that's not blocked by trees or light poles. If you're not sure where to stand, ask a cast member nearby. Say, I want to see the fireworks. Best view possible in front of the castle. Where do you think I should be? And you're going to need to stake out your spot about uh, two to four hours early, depending on how crowded it is. If it's a very busy time of year, probably you're going to need to hit the three to four hour mark. If it's like a slower time of year, you could probably get away with two to three hours. But yeah, it's a time suck. And I'm not willing to devote that kind of time to take that time away from my family and from rides and all the other things I want to do to watch fireworks, even though I love them so, so much, but I'm just not willing to devote that time. So we never watch fireworks from there because there are other options that we don't have to get to nearly as early. All right, Main Street USA view of fireworks is many people's very favorite place to watch them because you still have the castle. It's in the distance a little bit because you're farther back on Main Street, but you get the castle view even though it's not like up close and personal castle view, but you get the castle view, plus you get to see all these projections that are on both sides of Main Street on the, sh the fronts of the shops. So it's a really fun place to watch the fireworks. I like to stand right in front of Gibson Girl Ice Cream Parlor in the middle of Main Street. So then you have a good view of the castle, you're kind of in the center, and you get to see all the projections on both sides. You can stand farther back towards the flagpole, which is a good idea if you wanna make a quick exit after the fireworks. If you're ready to head back to your hotel after the fireworks, <laughs> it might be a good idea to head back that way. Because once fireworks are over, there is a mad dash for the exit. And the closer you are to the exit, the closer you get out and the less you have to deal with the throngs of people. Because that's what it is. It's throngs of people trying to get out of the parks. So a Main Street is a great idea, especially if you want to make a quick exit after the fireworks. Now, when to arrive if you are going to see the Main Street views. If it's a night with a nighttime parade like Main Street Electrical Parade, then you can watch the parade from Main Street. And as soon as the last float passes by, then you can kind of scooch into your spot in the middle of Main Street because the fireworks happen soon after the parade ends. If you're not watching the parade, then you're going to want to find the parade and follow the last float down Main Street 
So then you can jump in line as soon as it passes because on parade nights, then that area fills up really quickly. On nights where there is no nighttime parade, then you'll want to head to Main Street about 60-ish minutes before the fireworks show begins so you can kind of scope out the situation. On really busy nights, you might want to get there 90 minutes beforehand and on lower evenings, 30-ish minutes will be fine. So it kind of just depends. So just plan on about an hour and if it looks like nobody's grabbing spots yet, then maybe poke around Main Street, look in a couple shops, but keep an eye on the situation so as soon as people start grabbing their spots, then you can be there to grab yours as well. My very, very most favoriteest spot to watch fireworks is from It's a Small World. It's just so fun. You know why it's so fun? Because there's way less people. I mean, there's still people, but there's way less people than there are on Main Street and by the castle. So it's still great views. You're not going to be right in front of the fireworks. They're off to the left a little bit, but you still get to hear the music and the projections are shown on the facade of It's a Small World. So the fireworks are shot off from Toontown, so it's not a straight on view, but it's still a good view and I feel like the convenience of it makes up for the side view. There are lots of options of where to stand near It's a Small World. I like to stand on one of the elevated platforms if I can get a spot right up next to the railing. If not, then I just find a spot in the middle of the street somewhere and you really can't go wrong because the views are great all around It's a Small World. And I feel like nobody crowds in as much over there. You're not wall-to-wall people like you are in Main Street or the parade. So I mean, there's kids, there's space that people spread out a little bit. Kids will be dancing around during the fireworks. There's just more room to move and breathe. Plus there's a bathroom nearby and there is little snacks nearby like popcorn and pretzels and things like that so that while you're waiting, you can send somebody to get snacks. Just a good location all around. When there is a nighttime parade happening, like Main Street Electrical Parade, you're going to want to grab a spot early for the parade and then stay where you are for the fireworks in this location. Or you can try to grab a spot right after the parade passes and the crowds are starting to disperse. But if you go this route and get a spot after the parade, then you might want to stay where you are after the fireworks show and watch the second parade because you're going to have a really great spot. So up to you. On days without a nighttime parade, then probably about 60-ish minutes, 45 to 60-ish minutes before the fireworks show begins is a great time to head over to It's a Small World. Another option that I like is watching fireworks from the Rivers of America. It's a great choice if you're going to be seeing the first showing of Phantasmic because from this location, you'll have a decent view of the fireworks. You'll be able to hear the music and on nights where Phantasmic is showing, then there's these three water screens on the river that they show the projections on. So the fireworks will be over to the right, but you'll still get to see them and hear the music and see the projections. So I feel like still a really great place to see the fireworks. Plus, after Phantasmic, the fireworks show starts like, I think, three minutes afterwards. So you just stay where you are and you get two shows and you only had to find a spot one time. So I love that. Now this area is going to be super crowded on nights that Phantasmic is showing. So if you're not seeing Phantasmic, you don't come here for fireworks. 
that would be crazy. You go somewhere else. But if you're seeing the first show, then stay for fireworks. On nights that Phantasmic is not showing, then this area has really low crowds because it's just fireworks and music. There's no projections, but it's really easy to find a spot. So if you're not seeing Phantasmic and you want a spot with really low crowds where you still get a decent view, then Rivers of America is a great place to go. You can stand anywhere I mean, there's really going to be lots of choices if there's not a Phantasmic show. If there is a Phantasmic, you're already in your spot for Phantasmic, so just stay where you are. Um, on evenings without Phantasmic, you can really get there like 15 minutes before the fireworks begins and have a great spot to watch it. So it's perfect for last minute viewing and if you're seeing the Phantasmic show. You can also watch fireworks from Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Now, this is not like an official viewing spot, so there is no music. It's just the fireworks show, but it's still kind of a fun place to go, especially if you don't mind missing the music and projections and just want to see the fireworks. So you'll have a decent view, and but there's no designated place to watch them. So I like to stand near Docking Bay 7. There's this raised platform that overlooks the Millennium Falcon and that gives you a great view of the fireworks over the mountains there in Batuu. Plus you've got the Millennium Falcon down below. It's kind of cool. If you ask cast members about fireworks in Galaxy's Edge, they don't know what you're talking about because fireworks apparently don't exist in Batuu. They'll say that maybe there's like explosions or a battle going on. It's really kind of fun. So because this isn't a like a official viewing area, then it doesn't draw large crowds and you can easily arrive just a few minutes before the fireworks show begins. Now, maybe you don't have a park ticket, but you still want to go see fireworks. Like maybe it's your arrival day and you don't go to Disneyland until the next day, but you want to go see fireworks. You can. There's a place that you can watch fireworks without having a park ticket, and that's the Disneyland Esplanade. The Esplanade is the space in between Disneyland Park and Disney California Adventure Park. And this is where you want to go if you don't have tickets, but you still want to see the fireworks. There's no music or projections, but you'll be able to see them, and it's kind of a fun activity if you've just been at downtown Disney and are heading back to your hotel to just sit and watch the fireworks for a few minutes. You can really grab a spot anywhere on the Esplanade. Lots of people will bring blankets and sit down for the show or they just plop themselves down, whatever you want to do. But because this isn't an official fireworks viewing area, then you can arrive last minute and just still have a great view. Now, if you're not a huge fireworks person and don't want to put any time or effort into finding a spot, then I say just enjoy the fireworks wherever you are because you can see them from lots of different places in the park. And there's been lots of times where we've had a really kind of cool fireworks experience even though we weren't setting out to see the show officially. So there was a time where I was riding on Casey Jr. and the fireworks happened to be happening right at that moment. And that was really fun. There was a time we were on the Storyboat Canal Storybook land canal boats. That's really hard for me to say. And the fireworks began and the boat operator just stopped our boat in the middle of the canal and we watched the fireworks from the boat. That was really fun. There's been times I've been on the Matterhorn and the fireworks are going off. So there's really fun ways that you can experience the fireworks show. It's kind of hard to time sometimes, but wherever the fireworks are happening, even if you're just out and about in the parks, you will be able to enjoy them and see them 
maybe just not the entire show, but I still think they're fun to enjoy wherever you are. So just take a couple seconds and enjoy them. They're really fun. There are a few special event fireworks show that Disneyland hosts that are kind of cool. If you're visiting during a special events time, you can expect special events fireworks shows on New Year's Eve. I think they actually do two fireworks shows on New Year's Eve, which is not very common. I guess they do one probably earlier in the night. My guess is around 930 and then again at midnight. So if you're there, you can see two fireworks shows. Oh my gosh. I've never even thought of seeing two in one night. Now I kind of want to go for New Year's Eve, but it would be too crazy. I can't. It would be fun though. Um, also during 4th of July, they have a special patriotic fireworks show that a lot of people really love. It's very popular. During Halloween time, you'll be able to watch Halloween Screams, which I love. It's starring Jack Skellington and his dog Zero. And during the holiday season, you'll be able to watch Believe in Holiday Magic, followed by a snowfall in most viewing locations, which the snowfall is my favorite. It's not actual snow. It's called Snope, which I guess is snow and soap mixed together because it's kind of like a foam, but when they spray it out and it drifts to the ground, it looks like snow. It has a scent too. If you pay close attention, it's gingerbread scented. Oh, so much fun. We lived in Arizona for years and years when our kids were little, and so they didn't get to see snow very often, and so I loved visiting during the holidays and seeing the snowfall. They just loved it, and you've got the holiday music and the lights, and then it's snowing, and it smells like gingerbread, and we're not freezing because we're in California. I loved it all, and so I have special memories of the snow that falls at Disneyland during the holidays. Hopefully that was helpful. Hopefully that gave you some ideas of where you want to go. But really, like I said at the beginning, the best location will really depend on you and what you want because there's lots of great places to watch fireworks. There's not one location that you have to go to and if you don't, then your whole trip is ruined. It's not like that at all. There's so many places to view them. And some hotels actually are close enough for firework viewing too. If you're staying at one of the on-property hotels, like the Disneyland Hotel, Grand Californian, or Paradise Pier, you can actually go and view fireworks on the rooftop of Paradise Pier. I think they have music playing up there. I've never actually done it, but I think they might. I'm not for sure. So if you're a guest of one of the hotels, you can go up there and watch fireworks as well, which I think would be kind of fun. That's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. And thanks to those of you who have subscribed to my podcast so you don't miss an episode and who also liked my podcast and left a review. It makes my day. It's how people find me and that's how I grow and I appreciate it so much. You can find me on Instagram. I'll put a link in the show notes. It's Mix and Some Magic. I also have a website where I have tons of information. So check that too. If you have any questions, you can just search in the search bar or if you have a specific question, send me a DM on Instagram or send me an email through my website. I'm totally happy to help and answer your questions that's what I'm here for. You can also check out my Facebook group. It's very small, but everyone is so nice in there. So I have a little Facebook group. I'll put a link to that in the show notes if you want to check that out as well. There's some really great people over there. Well, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. I hope you have a wonderful week and I hope you're doing something fun. And I hope if you're trying for Oogie Boogie tickets that you either got them today or that it's smooth sailing for you on Thursday. 
Fingers crossed. I'm rooting for you. I'll be back next week with something new. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk soon.